Hey everyone, Dory here in my home office today. I'm looking out the window right now and I definitely don't want to go outside. It looks overcast and rainy and cold. It is mid-April and it is still cold. I actually turned off my space heater to record this episode. Even though it's spring, I still have not been able to put that thing away. But spring is in the air. Some warmer temperatures are on the way and this Saturday is looking fabulous. It could be a perfect day to get out and enjoy a meal or some drinks on a patio or maybe head to Augusta to see all of the changes that are underway in Missouri wine country. We caught up with David and Jerry Hoffman last spring about their huge investment to turn the area into a national destination. Take a listen. I think I might have lost really you there well. for a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. I think service might yeah. be a little bit rough. It's a Thursday afternoon, so I have no idea where David Hoffman is going to be when I call him. The first time I rang... The mailbox belonging to... I was pretty sure my call got rejected because Mr. Hoffman is a very, very busy person. He's head of the Hoffman family of companies with more than 170 operations worldwide and more than 100 properties around the country. Their portfolio includes everything from a mini golf place to a florist, a gelato shop to a global executive search firm, a fleet of boats, a trolley company, an international air ambulance, and an arena with a capacity for 8,500 people. No, and a Mexican restaurant and so much more. I'm not even going to try to enumerate all of it. But David and Jerry, Mrs. Hoffman, are basically the fairy godparents of Naples, Florida, where they've made it their mission to turn the quiet town into a destination and their ideal home base. But their most recent fixation brings them closer to their Missouri hometown, the future wine capital of America, if they have anything to say about it, in Augusta. We're going in and out of these hills, so I'm going to go up to Montel which is a very high point. And I'll hear you loud and clear, and you'll hear me once we get up there. Fantastic. Uh, just be a minute or two. Yeah, that's uh, one of the best things I think about sometimes going out into wine country like that is, you know what? Sometimes losing cell phone service can be a pretty nice thing. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. But before we cut out again, let's find out what has this multimillionaire developer and his wife getting their hands dirty with that sweet, fertile Missouri soil to make the wine playground of their dreams. Today on Abby Eats St. Louis, a conversation with the Hoffmans, the couple who says Augusta is ripe with possibility and Missouri natives with big dreams for the small town. How they're ensuring Augusta keeps its charm. The wine tastes just as good, no, better than you'd expect, and that you'll want to come visit. We're not corporate, we're a family. What goes into making this vineyard vision a reality, what he says people aren't loving, and how it feels to be home again. It's it's really been something for us to tumbling how how much people have embraced what we're doing. You go to certain parts of the world, you know them for their wine. You know the taste profiles, the vibe. Well, here in the United States, we have wine country in Napa Valley. Mr. Hoffman champions Missouri vineyards as being so much better than anyone expects them to be. And he's putting his money where his mouth is. He's buying up wineries left and right in Augusta, as well as anything from old mansions that'll make good lodging to a motor coach company that can provide safe transportation between the locations. All have now been adopted into the Hoffman family of companies. Our wineries are telling me that their uh, foot traffic is up pretty dramatically from last year. Um, that could be a combination of things. Uh, could be COVID, you know, 
quieting down now. Uh, it could be that uh, just the amount of publicity that we've gotten, there's just been a lot of interest in people coming out to see what we're doing. I've had a number of people in town say, I come out once a week just to see the progress. It's pretty amazing how quickly we do things. And <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we're known for is getting, getting in, getting it done. And and having people enjoy it. What he's doing in Augusta has often been summarized as creating the Napa Valley of the Midwest. He says that's a fair way to describe the endeavor. He's also hoping the wine will supply their other properties around the country, in Florida, on their boats. Missouri wine, he says, will be a thing wherever you are. We want to eat wine more and create more of a reserve uh, offering to some of our wines here. I think they're really good. And um, so I think, you know, we're off to we're off to the races. How have you found the folks in Augusta um, as you spend more time there and you put your name on more things there, I guess? Yeah. Great. You know, no issues. Uh, I think I think whenever you do what we do, and this is the fourth time doing this in the city, uh, town, we did it in Naples, Florida, the base of Beaver Creek Ski Mountain, Avon, and then on the North Shore of Chicago. And when I, I think whenever you see somebody buy that much property quickly, you do, I think it's just natural that people have a wait and see attitude and some concern about what is happening here. I think um, now they've seen the results after 90 days, and I think they're, I would say probably 95% of the people or higher are pretty happy with what they see. There might be some discussion about some of the paint colors, but (laughs) with with, uh, the paint colors, I think until they see the full palette of how the whole community comes together, it's difficult to judge them one a building at a time. But Wait, so people are really clear. actually saying things about the paint colors? <laughs> well, not many, but that's the, the only negative comment I heard <laughs> was about a paint color. And then when the building was completed, that same person said, you know, I was wrong. That really looked great. I, some of the other things we addressed at a, we had a town hall meeting in January, my wife and I was sitting here with me. My wife and Jerry said, Hi, Jerry. Hello. Uh, she's very Hi. much involved in the project as well. Um, and uh, I think people were, we addressed a lot of the concerns. They were concerned about traffic. Well, we're going to have less traffic because we have a trolley system now. It's a huge investment. Um, now, I'm not a finance reporter, but money is clearly a big part of this project. So the question really is this. I mean, why? Why, why is that? something that you choose to do with your time, money, energy, resources? Well, it's uh, it's one of several things we do because we have north of 35 different operating companies. Mm-hmm. And this is one of them. So, <clears throat> But I think um, we see the opportunities. I mean, we're, we're capitalists. I mean, we make money at this. We don't <laughs> sell. It's uh, long-term holds. I just think we... We have a passion and we enjoy restoring uh, older buildings. We don't tear anything down. We restore. And that's pretty unique in the development world. Usually they tear it down and think they're going to make it better appropriately. I just uh, pulled up here to Montel and it's packed. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot of people out here. A lot of people here. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So that's why I think we're good at it. We like restoration. 
uh, it's a profitable endeavor and we don't sell anything. You know, I have three married kids, 11 grandkids. We're a family business. We're private. So we're kind of in it for the long haul, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's a huge difference, I think, in how you approach things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how do you then go about making sure that a place like Augusta doesn't lose its charm and lose its character and then become overly corporatized? Yeah, well, we're not corporate. We're a family, mm-hmm. and that's number one. And number two, we're, we're restoring what's been here, but, you know, some of these buildings haven't been touched in 20 years and or longer, or longer and we're bringing them back to their original grandeur. And uh, I think people, by and large, are pretty surprised. I just, sitting down at Mount Pleasant just now, I had three of the neighbors come out and said, I can't believe how beautiful this is, what you're doing. We're putting in a big stone facade on several of the buildings and painting them up and refencing and we do a lot we repave the parking lots and there's no stones left unturned when we renovate property yeah. and, and we took we took out a lot of trees to enhance views um and at first that concerned people until they saw it and they go wow this is unbelievable mm-hmm. they call the new view at uh, montel halfway to heaven you can see for you can see to herman from here Gorgeous. So I'm so jealous right now. I'm just sitting in my office in my house. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. I know that you have so many other, like you said, this is one of several business endeavors that you manage. Yeah. And it is a capitalist endeavor. It is something that makes money. It is something, you know, it is a, it is a business. But... I know I'm talking to both you and your wife, who is involved in the project as well. I mean, how much of this, though, is because you just love wine, wineries, vineyards, and the culture associated with it? Well, I think that's a that's a great question. I'll let Jerry respond to that as well. But for me, I, I love Missouri. I think my attraction to this was we grew up here. I don't know if we told you that, but we grew up in Washington, Missouri been together since we were 15 years old been married almost 49 years so what makes it i'm usually not as involved in these projects as i am in this one i think because i'm from here and we just bought a house here so we're kind of spending more time here than we do in other parts of the country that we do this in other than naples we live in naples um but you know i think the countryside of missouri is just beautiful i really do that was probably my main attraction initially and then secondly the people here are incredibly friendly and and so i don't know you and we're from here so you those three things i think created the passion for me how about you well i think that yeah this place is in our hearts i mean we were born and raised here it feels like we're coming home again um it's the wine business is such a fun business it's a great group of people involved they're very collaborative and supportive and we've made a lot of great friends through the naples winter wine festival we're both trustees on the naples children's education foundation and it's just it, it's really fun pure and simple fun and what's really great about augusta and you touched on it is the history here and the buildings that are intact i mean from the early 1800s some of them and to be able to come in and touch them and bring them back to life again is quite it's almost humbling it, it really is a fun exciting rewarding project 
I can't. And I think the people, Dave, Dave says it too, I, I think that the people of Augusta and the people of Missouri, I think they'll be proud when they come out and see these things come to life again. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? Just, I know you said it feels like a homecoming, but just being back here in Missouri and doing something major in a small town in Missouri when you are from a small town in Missouri. I mean, that sounds pretty full circle. Yeah, it feels fun. I think it's unique, It's, but it's fun. It's cool. We just spent, we're out, and I just, you know, one of the guys that's contracting with us is Steve Solentrup, and we've known Steve since grade school. Yeah. And we sat 40 minutes on the veranda out of one of the buildings at um, Mount Pleasant talking about stuff so it was you know that's fun i've seen people i haven't seen for 50 years have come out to our vineyards and wineries to say hello and are very supportive so that part of it you know there's no amount of money in the world that that can match that that's just really been fun and rewarding i think the biggest thing is the huge hug and well more well warm welcome. <laughs> How much wine have you had, Mr. Hoffman? <laughs> yeah, right. I should have some. I wouldn't be tongue-tied. Uh, the welcome we've had here is really quite amazing. It's it's really been something for us to tumbling how how much people have embraced what we're doing here. Uh, Jerry's mother, who's 92, uh, brings her to tears. She says, because I go to the beauty shop, only the every, only thing people talk about are Dave and Jerry's doing this. Dave and Jerry, have you seen what they're doing? Oh, my God, it's so great for the community. And, you know, at any given time, we have 125 people we're employing over here. Actually, more than that. 125 new employees in Augusta that are that are working on our project, and we're probably going to hire before it's over with 200 people with permanent jobs in the Augusta wine region because of the hotel we're building and the golf course we're building and some of the other venues we're bringing to town, the trolleys, the, the boats. Increased production. Yeah, we're increasing production of the vineyards. So, you know, we're creating quite a few jobs. I think the community is appreciative of that. And this will be, I can promise you this, this will be a national destination. It's not just going to be people from suburban St. Louis come out to have a glass of wine on a weekend. When when it's all said and done, you're going to have people flying in from all over the country to see this. And if we do it right, we may be lucky enough to say they're coming in from all over the world to see it. It's that special. The sheer breathtaking beauty of this place, it's hard to describe. You just have to see it. It's incredible. The views are something the environment is something but the wine has to be something also so especially knowing that this all has your name on it i mean it's a it's an important Mm -hmm. thing how do you control or what kind of things are you doing to ensure that the wine lives up to the standards that you want for the rest of the project yeah well we uh I meet with our winemakers once a week, and I see what one thing we are changing is we are going to we're going to do more uh, storage of our wine and aging of our wine in oak barrels uh, as much as we possibly can. So I've told them we have unlimited. Pub- production. We're going to buy all state-of-the-art winemaking equipment. They all know that. We're right in the middle of that. So I said, you know, the world is your oyster. Whatever, We're going to have state-of-the-art processing equipment, laboratory equipment that's going to be known in the wine industry. And we're working out, we're right in the middle of doing that. Um, so we understand the importance of creating a good product. I think the products 
in, in all reality are better than their reputation, if I could say that just, you know, candidly. Uh, I think that the products can, some of the products do compete with significant wines that are better known in Napa, uh, but there's not, there's not many, as many of them and the production isn't what it needs to be. We, we plan to fix all that. I mean, the challenge that we have is to make sure that the, you know, I want people to rave about Missouri wine, not say, well, you know, it's okay or it's not very good. And, you know, and I'm, you know, we're not naive to that. We know that that's some of the commentary, especially with the, you know, quote unquote, wine snobs. <laughs> But that's okay. We are kind of source of wine, and I think we know what we're doing. And I think this product is going to be exceptional. And I think it's kind of like when you start out and you start ripping things down, trees and paint and different colors. Everybody's like, oh, my gosh. Then they see the end product and go, wow, that's pretty spectacular. I promise you, you're going to say this view at at Montel is one of the best views you've ever seen in your life. I'm looking at it right now. Because, again, I don't know where it's going to be any better. And and I promise you that the sellers at Mount Pleasant are going to be some of the coolest sellers in underground tunnels you've ever been in. You're going to drop your jaw how cool it is. And our wine crushing and tasting room is awesomely cool. And, and our river boats coming and our boats going up and down the Missouri River are going to be awesomely cool. And so there's just going to be things that happen here that, you know, you're not going to be able to to do anywhere else but here. Go ahead. And I think our wine is going to surprise everybody. Yeah, I think our wine's going to... And I think that's the opportunity. Yeah, we thought that was the opportunity. We're going to knock the socks off the wine and the wine experience. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're kind of redefining Missouri wine in a lot of ways by doing... I think we are. Yeah. I I think it's pretty good. I just... I think it's better. I think it's... I think it's better than the reputation it has. And that's an honest comment. Yeah. It's better than the reputation. Not because I own it now. Because I had the impression coming in it wasn't that good. I don't have that impression anymore. <laughs> now that I've understood it, I agree. now that I'm into it, and now that I've sampled every wine known to mankind in the gust of Missouri, <laughs> it's better than you'd think. I think we were just making the wrong selections before. But if if you make the right selections, they're... It's it's good and it's we're getting, right now. I think we have great venues, unique venues, beautiful venues, beautiful vistas. We're going to be known for our wine. That's what we're going to be known for. And people will come to enjoy the scenery, but they're going to come because our wine is exceptionally good. Just listening back to that interview has me so excited to get out to a vineyard this summer and try some new Missouri wines. By the way, this week, our Monica Adams checked in with the Hoffmans. They are moving along on several of their projects. Construction is underway on their five-star hotel. They've also bought about 20 bed and breakfast locations, and they have a farm with goats where they plan to make and sell their own cheese. But bottom line here, there is a flurry of activity happening in Augusta right now. I'm going to link to our full story with a whole lot more details in the episode notes. Eat St. Louis is a five on your side production. I'm producer Dory Almost. Be sure to check out KSDK.com and the five on your side app for more food content all week long. <laughs>